0: Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, Joey Volani,
1: our dog father, animal communicator Joey Turner, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, and Volani, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. An amazing show on tap today, ladies and gentlemen. We have Glenn Close, actress Glenn Close, Oscar-winning Glenn Close will be joining us. Her last season of Damages starts July 12th, so we're going to get her before she switches gears and talk to her a little bit about the animals in her life. She has a blog, by the way, an animal blog, Mm -hmm. where she writes about dogs. She's
2: big into her dogs. She really is. She she is. What does she have? Do you know?
1: You know, I don't know. Do
2: you know, Judy? No, I don't remember what they were.
1: Uh, so that's next on the season of stars. By the way, the season of stars, I just saw some of the people coming up on the season. I don't have the list in front of me, but it still just will not still end going? on a bet. Whoa. Also, last week we were talking about Wendy Diamond <coughs> excuse me, and her dog, Lucky, who's getting married. The dog has cancer, so she wants to get the dog married. And she said last week that it doesn't matter if it's a dog, she can marry a human. And now she's... <laughs> Well, get this. Now she has just announced that she's looking for a certain chimpanzee to marry her dog. What? In what's going to be the Guinness World Record's most expensive wedding for pets. So she's... Whoa. she Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> she's just, a chimpanzee and a you know, dog. Huh? And a
3: She's going to marry the dog.
2: Well, she's going to have a chimpanzee marry the dog.
3: I would like to see the chimp um, read the vows, you know. I would be that.
4: <laughs> and I knowing uh, Wendy Diamond, uh, I just say nothing.
1: I,
5: yeah.
4: I don't want to get in trouble. I know her.
5: What can you say?
4: <laughs> yeah, I think she's gone
1: overboard. That's all I can say. Stacey, what are you working on?
5: Can we talk about something? It's kind of personal. Okay. But why is it when guys use the restroom, they feel like it's okay to leave the door open? I don't understand that. Maybe it's the boys' locker room thing where they just got used to taking a shower and it, all for all one and one for all or something. I, I never understood that. Anyway, this guy was sitting in the woods with the door open and a bear grabbed him. I'll tell you about that. Oh, Coming the- up on Animal Radio News. Go get the door shut you- next time, I guarantee you.
4: Why do you keep the door open, bloody? Yeah, because uh, spreading the sand uh, it's kind of marking territory you know. Oh Good morning. <laughs> enjoy yeah. your breakfast. Another boy snow, somebody already already taken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: boys and girls those, those are, smell differently. That's for sure. The guys <laughs> that leave the door open have something to be proud of. You know, I'm one of those guys that keep the door I keep the door shut. So. <laughs> you know
4: what uh, guys also like to uh have a uh, you know that seat, uh you know sit uh, open like a like a in the opposition not they don't close it.
1: That's yeah, they don't put the problem. seat down. Okay, well, there's a lot of information yeah, for you to digest on, right please. now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 Also, today the 10 best cities to be a pet. Would you believe? Would you believe? I'm going to I hope Stacy doesn't kill me for this, but I'm going to say what the first <gasps> city is. Should I should I not say what it is?
2: Go ahead, do it.
3: Oh, do come it. on, come on. Yeah, do it, do it. Scottsdale,
1: Arizona, the number one city best city to be a pet. Oh. And she'll have all the details as well as the criteria.
4: Tell
1: us why. Uh, Most of them, by the way, in Arizona. So if you're a zoner,
4: uh, your pets are very lucky. I don't like Arizona. I can't believe that. Why don't you like Arizona? Because it's too hot there. That's what the house price is so low there. Because, you know, I like SoCal. It's it's like living here in heaven without dying. Honest to God. Heaven without dying. I have to tell you.
3: Listen, any state that doesn't have an ocean by my pets, I I can't (laughs) see, would be happy. Because I'd be miserable and they'd be miserable.
4: Yeah. But anyway, you know, we love the pet owners from all over. I just uh, don't like Sorry, the climate. I, I Yeah, I should, I should have phrased it differently, but yeah, you know me. Phones I just are say ringing it off is. the
1: hook, yes. They're, yeah. Look at all the lines are ringing there. I bet you they're all zoners on the yeah. lines. Today. I'm going
2: to give them Vlade's home phone. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, answer the phone. You phones, always have
4: I'm... a trouble with me, guys, <laughs> for some reason. You know, 50% of the people love me. They send so much nice emails. Only 50%. 50-50, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Vlade, I
4: like you. I <laughs> love Vladdy. 50 50% is not a very high average. Yeah,
1: I don't but, uh, know if I'd
2: brag about that. Yeah, I would do yeah, that. Yeah, but let's quiet. make
4: our phone ring so our rating is up. So keep complaining, people. What can I tell you? Let's, uh, let's kick off this
1: hour by giving away a thunder shirt. And if your dog or cat, yes, I said cat, is afraid of noises, vet visits, or being left alone, thunder shirts, constant gentle pressure. Wait, they the have simplest, the cats? Yes, they do. Yes. And they and I haven't tried it on the cats yet, so I, I can't speak to it. But they now have them for the cats. It's easy to use, it's drug free, it only costs thirty nine ninety five. You can get it at Pet Stores or Thundershirt.com. Or call me right now at one eight six six
4: four oh five eight four oh five. Hey, this is the world famous Vladi. I am on their animal radio right now, and I'm gonna call you later on. Okay.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are
1: your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the world-famous Russian dog wizard answering his iPhone. Wow, he has an Apple iPhone. I I have
4: a new respect for you. <laughs> I'm in SoCal, baby. You know, when I came from Michigan, I've been told I have to have an iPhone, Apple computer, and no American car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It is Animal Radio, and of course, Joey Villani, the dog father, also here.
4: Yeah, I just love him. The more I know him, the more I love him. I would marry him if he would be a woman.
1: You would marry Joey Villani. (laughs) (laughs) He's not
6: not Shampanze, at
1: (laughs) least. Coming from the guy who wouldn't share a bedroom with uh, one of your best friends.
4: Look, it's a Russian culture. When I mean like this, it's like between the lines. It's just total respect. It's just, you know, I know what you're thinking about.
1: Animal
5: communicator Joy Turner and Dr. Debbie answering your questions. Stacy working in the newsroom. You know that love at first sight thing where you see somebody and you think, this is the one. It's love at first sight and you both just know it, right? Of course, I haven't experienced that yet. But there's this (laughs) dog that fell in love with this cyclist and followed him. I, almost forever. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. it the, you will be amazed at how far this dog went. It's coming up on Animal Radio News. I
1: can't wait. And speaking of love and dogs, of course, Lucky Diamond, the dog of Wendy Diamond, getting married in what is going to be touted as the Guinness World Record most expensive wedding for pets. Apparently, I think she's going to be marrying, I'm sorry, he's going to be marrying a chimpanzee. Lucky's going to be marrying a chimpanzee. That's kind of the interspecies. I guess there's nothing wrong with that, there's interspecies.
3: I don't
6: you? Uh. Oh, get, get
3: on, get on, and we'll have Animal Radio cover Tell her we need—we all need <laughs> invites so we can cover the, um you know, wedding live. I've already—I already
1: asked her about that, and we're
3: talking.
4: Yeah, yeah. And the I talk think to... Jerry, you will be able to groom that creature, but I will not be able to train. That's for sure.
1: The chimpanzee—you can't chain a troop. No. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> you do so well with me. I figured, you know, you might. Also on the show today, Glenn Close will be joining us for the season of Stars. The last season of Damages kicks off July 12th. And she's a big animal lover with a blog. Yeah, she has. Who doesn't have a blog these days? But she's blogging about dogs. Also today, the ten top cities to be a pet. What are the best cities? Hmm. You have hmm. to think about that. I already got kicked in the butt for saying once what yeah, it was. You
2: don't say any more cities. What is San Francisco. No no no? No, 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 Stop it. Stop it. Yes, you're going to get me in
3: trouble with Stacy. Okay. She yes. always gets upset. Joey, what are you going to be that... talking about today? I'm, I'm going to talk about what you need to do to, to make your dog's coat look beautiful other than brushing, combing, and washing. You know, has to do with, um, eh, I'm not going to tell you now, but but listen, okay? It's good.
1: <laughs> See, these are what we call forced listenership teases. They make you listen. All of that just around the corner. Let's uh, hit the phones at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 and we are going to line four where we have i believe it is andy hey andy welcome to the show oh rudy rudy Rudy, how are you doing welcome to the show
7: how y'all doing this afternoon splitting atoms i hear you let's call see what was going on now i'm at home on the time off and me i'm a big abby dog i got a big full-blooded female german shepherd we rescued wow and I drive a eighteen wheeler, you know, we haul a lot of John Deere tractors and stuff like that all over the country and she okay. loves to ride in her truck.
8: Okay. Th- that's
4: like German Shopper likes to ride in the in the truck. And what is your problem?
7: Huh? No, I ain't got is- no problem. I just call to talk to you. I you know, ah. I love animals and stuff and everything. A lot of
3: truckers got to Ah, stuff. you just called yeah. to talk to me. Okay, let's talk to you. Okay. See, so, from one German Shepherd owner to another, that's that's where where's where we're going with mono this? Mono e mono, I
6: think.
4: Exactly, exactly. Because you know, I am a I am, I have a German Shepherd too, and as a matter of fact, she's right now in our studio, Nick, uh, uh, lay down here and just you know looking in my eyes and uh, you know asking me, yeah, the German shepherd's very smart. It's ultimate pet, but can be bad. Tell me about your German Shepherd. If somebody comes to your truck, she says what? Yes.
7: <laughs> yeah, she'll bark and she she loves her. It's a big dog house on wheels, and she keeps the porch uh
4: So you cannot put any hooker, anyone in your in your van, in your truck, excuse me, whoever you're having. You just she, she just keeps you away from the ladies, from everyone. Yep. Yeah.
7: Well, yeah. She, yeah. She'll guard the truck now, but then when I got certain places, I will stop and turn her loose. Like I got a big truck stop out uh, Grand Island, Nebraska. I stopped there, and I parked out there by the field and let her mm-hmm. run the rabbits and chase deer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a guy some behind a reefer truck and had some phones he was getting rid of. He had to be mm-hmm. like cow bones. That's a medical even, you know. So he gave and, me uh, one, and, and uh, I gave it to Abby, and she went out there and laid down the truck and ate it because I wouldn't let her have all that mess in the truck. <laughs> so she went out there and buried it. So we left Nebraska and then went out to Montana, up to Washington, down to Oregon, back to California, and come back about three weeks later, and I parked right there in the same spot so she can run around in the field back there, and she went and got that bone and dug it back up and came back and laid it in front of the truck and ate her bone. Wow, you mean
1: you, you she laid a bone somewhere in one state, you took off and you came back and she found that same bone?
4: That's right, wow, oh my gosh! That's the only German shepherd could do look Ray, Randy, tell me please one wish we are like right now wish solvers, so tell me one wish if you would like to improve or you would like your dog. I don't know what you can wish, like bring vodka from refrigerator. What would you wish your dog to teach? Maybe I could help you out ah.
7: Uh... Well, I don't. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know. Hell, where she's poor. she's old rotten. I mean, she's got everything. She she watches days on the couch and watches Bugs Bunny cartoons.
4: So you sleep uh, with her instead of girlfriend, yeah?
8: Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, for, bring bring me my nice Russian girlfriend. <laughs>
4: You're not going to handle that, that one. Trust me on that, you know. She will kick you out of your bed and the next day and tell you she's the boss in your house, you know. <laughs> well,
6: that's, that's
7: about the way the right goes with the women, right?
4: Yeah, that's, you know, we, we, you guys believe they're submissive, but they are. I mean, my wife is the neck, and I'm the head, but when neck turns, head goes. Your wife's Russian, right? She's, she's no, I'm, Ukrainian. She's Ukrainian, okay. <laughs>
7: Yeah. Yeah. I'm single. It's just me and Abby.
6: Okay. Okay.
7: Maybe maybe I'll meet the one one day. Um, (laughs) Hey, Dad, it's good luck. No,
3: you don't know how lucky you are now. Just you and the dog. It's
7: perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I listen to you on the satellite radio in the Uh 18-wheeler. Uh-huh. And we go all over the country and everything, and I'm gone for, you know, three, four weeks or something, you know, depending on how the load's. We've been busy here lately, and now nah, I love your show, man. I just, I just love animals, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right here too, and I want you to pass this along to people. Okay. Look, it's, it's okay to have a pet, a dog, a cat, whatever you want. No, that's fine. But if you're not gonna take care of the animal, or you don't have time, or whatever, just don't even get the animal in the first place. Good words. I yeah, like it's that.
4: like a kid's. It's like a kid's. You know, some people should never have a kid's and some people should never have a dog's. But unfortunately, the few who should never have a kid's and should never have a dog's, they have both. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling us. This is the Animal Radio. 1 405
1: 8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kempton Hotels. If you're traveling to Minneapolis and. Who is it really? Take your pet along and stay at the Grand Hotel. It's just one of over 50 Kimpton hotels that are 100% friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. You can find out more about Kimpton hotels and the Kimpton Pets program by calling 1-888-Kimpton, K-I-M-P-T-O-N.
9: You love your pets, but should anything ever happen to your furry friend, could you really afford it? With pet insurance from ProtectYourBubble.com, you can get up to 90% reimbursement for covered charges. Use any licensed vet and cancel at any time. Let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses. Visit ProtectYourBubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387. That's 855-792-7387. Underwritten by United States Fire Insurance Company. But it coverage may vary by state. Kimpton Hotels, the very first hotel company to welcome pets, goes beyond just allowing them to stay. Their Kimpton Pets program includes pet-friendly perks like plush beds, bowls, treats, with services such as dog walking and pet sitting. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels.
0: So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
10: Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals.
0: This is Animal Radio, baby...
1: It's Animal Radio. Don't forget, we have an app. There's an app for that now. iPhone and Android. Look for the Animal Radio app, and you can listen to all the Animal Radio shows, as well as contact us and send us your email. And, of course, we're on Facebook at Animal Radio. And all your tweet recalls and tweet news at Animal Radio. And you can... Hit us up the old-fashioned way, which is now email your voice at com or call us 1-866-405-8405. We'll head back to the phones. Wanted to tell you that you can get your large vet bills taken care of easily with protectyourbubble.com. You can find great pet insurance and great coverage for less than a dollar a day. A lot of people think it's very expensive to get good coverage. I spend $28 a month for my 12-year-old cat to get insurance for that cat.
2: Not bad.
1: And that's a great. And it's yes. great coverage. It's accepted at any licensed veterinarian. So check it out. Protect Your Bubble. Weird name. Great insurance. ProtectYourBubble.com. <laughs> and we head to which one? I'm going to four. We have D.C. Or is this D.C. or is this someone calling from
11: D.C.? No, this is D.C. How you doing today?
7: Good. How you doing? What's up? Uh, well,
11: thanks for taking my call. Uh, I tell you what I got. Um, I got two chihuahuas, and 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 the, the female just had puppies three days ago, and the male okay. he's the one taking it so hard. As a matter of fact, he, he I I was thinking about maybe I should take him to the vet to get him from some, something for depression, and <laughs> I'm that. I'm afraid that maybe he's so angry about the, uh, my female dog won't pay him no attention. And mm-hmm. I'm afraid he might just, you know, try to hurt the purpose. I, I, I really don't know what he's going to do because he's just acting out his head right now.
6: Mm-hmm.
11: And uh, let me get to the, the, to the, to the female. Uh, she, um first, she, would just, she wouldn't eat the purpose for no reason at all, not even to drink water, not, not even to eat, unless, you know, you did something like a hot dog or something like something. Something was her favorite. But I finally did take the food to her this morning, and she ate it. So that's kind of my problem.
12: Okay. Well, it sounds like you've got a very attentive mom. And she is very concerned about the well-being of the babies to her own detriment. And, and we do see this in female dogs, uh, some that have such a strong mothering instinct that they um, don't want to eat, they don't want to leave the baby. So you actually, in many cases, uh, sometimes we have to forcibly take mom away, give her a little private time, let her do her potty business, give her a quiet room where she can eat. And that can help for some of the females. Um, now, if her being away from the babies is more distressing, then I, I'd like What you did, where you brought the food to her so that she can accomplish both things. And, and dad's problems going on right now uh, can be several different motivations. So, one is that he, yeah, he may resent, I don't say resent, dogs don't resent um, the lack of attention that he's getting, but he may be very focused and interested in what's going on. Um, So, you kind of have to gauge the level of interaction that you permit the male depending on how everything's going along. Some female dogs do not want. Any other creature around their babies. Um, oh, and, cool. and she might hurt him or the male might hurt the babies. Now, if these guys, have they been through a litter before or is this their first time together? First time. Okay. So you kind of have to read the situation a little bit to see, um, what dad is doing. But I would basically have him on a leash and, um, have, you know, someone monitoring him while you're watching her and see what the interaction is. If, she, if she's upset, her hackles are going up or she is, um, you know, guarding those babies, I would not even risk that. In some males, it's best for them to just stay away. <laughs> okay. If he wants to be I an involved think, parent, I that's think, great. But
11: case, that's the best thing for him because she's ready to fight him if he tries to come around them.
12: Yeah, th- th- then let's keep these babies away. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no reason we want to increase her level of stress in any way. Um, oh. but, you know, and with some moms, they can be even hostile to the the humans in the household when they are protecting their young. So that too is an, a thing to be cautious with. Um, I still like to handle the babies and I still like to, you know, get them exposed to human com- um, contact very young, but you got to do that cautiously so you don't injure yourself or, or distress the mom.
11: I got one more question. Uh, when
12: can I touch the puppies? When can you touch the puppies? Actually, yeah, you can so. touch them at any point. So it's not, um, it's not like some of those wildlife where if you touch them, the mom's going to reject them because you've, you've got oh, okay. your son on them. So that won't happen. But, uh, just, just use caution and watch her body language so that you're not going to put yourself in a point where you're going to get injured. The, the best way to kind of manage that is what I like to do is to just kind of put a little light slip leash on the mom and then okay. that way you have control of her. And you can just kind of gently, while you're talking to her, just kind of ha- gently kind of take her to the side a little bit, and then you can handle the babies. And then you, what you do is, after you handle them, you give them right back to her and you return them to her area. And then she'll see that you're not a physical threat to the babies, and um, that makes her more at ease for future handling. So uh, you're kind of training her at the same time.
11: <laughs> all right. I really appreciate uh, your help, Dr. Debbie. And, uh, okay. Thanks for answering all my questions. So, one more question, so the male dog he don't need to
12: he don't need nothing for depression up, huh? not likely no, and you know some yeah. some male dogs, you know whether it's their hormones and the females are in heat or you know they've got something like this going on, they just may not the most may not be the most interested in food um so um, yeah. if it takes getting him out of the situation a little bit, take him over to your family member's house, something like that, he might do a little bit better just to be away from some of the commotion.
11: All right, I, I appreciate it so much, and uh, you have a good day. And thanks, you, staff. Thank you,
12: Steph. Thank All you right, very much. Well, good luck with those babies there. Take okay, care, I BC. Will. Okay, bye.
1: Boy, Vladi had nothing to say there about that. What? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I had nothing.
1: (laughs) Let's see. Just around the corner, Stacy, as well as uh, Glenn Close joining us. Stacy?
5: I think everybody at one time or another has had a neighbor that just, you couldn't deal with the person. They just drove you crazy. I know I'm the person that drives everybody crazy. (laughs) But uh, there's a guy in New York. Something was a little fishy in his apartment. Uh Uh-oh. His neighbors weren't too happy about it. I'll tell you coming up on... Animal Radio News.
1: I can't wait for that. You have a neighbor that you love, neighbor Kathy. You're always talking about your neighbor Kathy. Yes, I do. <laughs> Does she complain about Mika? or Why Why is it you have such trouble with your neighbor? Uh,
4: you know, it's not me. It's all my clients have uh, some type of the neighbors who are out of control. And, uh, you know, some of them just uh, go overboard, some don't. But uh, for some reason, the name Kathy affects people. Uh, Personality. I don't want to say every cat is a bad person, but for some reason, everyone is complaining to me about cats <laughs> Send in particular. your letters
2: to Vladi, and these are not necessarily the views of Animal Radio. Oh, boy, Vladi.
1: Well, welcome to the show, Brian. How are you doing?
8: Oh, just fabulous.
1: Where are you calling from today?
8: Uh, Colorado. Beautiful
1: Colorado, my home state. What's going on? I have the doctor and the behaviorist. We're all here for you.
8: And my mother was... Uh, Bitten by a four-month-old kitten, mm-hmm. and it got infected. She went to the doctor, and he's got a report, or says he's got a report, all animal bites. Yeah. Now, the, the thing I, the curiosity I have is, do they um, quarantine the cat? I because mean, it yeah. hasn't had its rabies shots. It hasn't had any of the shots and stuff.
12: Yeah. I mean, generally, if the pet is, um is old enough to have the rabies vaccine and has not yet received it, um, the the animal control authorities are going to do some kind of quarantine, um, whether that's, you know, in a boarding situation, like in a uh, animal shelter or in an animal hospital or at home. It kind of depends a little bit on the jurisdiction um, as well as, you know, what the potential exposure um, is. Now, the thing that we have to recognize is that rabies does occur in a lot of parts of this country. And um, actually I read a recent uh, report about a kitten that did have rabies um, and um, it had to be put down. Um, so this can happen. So there there is some justified uh, concern here. Now you may know your kitty and say it's impossible, um, but still we want to follow whatever regulation your area has. It's generally something we don't have to necessarily panic about. Um, if the cat has a lot of outdoor exposure, then it might you know be cause for concern. But that may be, like I said, it may be just something that they um, impose a, a home quarantine um, without necessarily impounding her at a shelter. Have you talked to anyone from the animal uh, control authorities?
8: No, I have not talked to anybody yet. Okay. But well, um, cause, it's like I said, it's a four-month-old, it's a kitten, it's inside. and I, In my heart, I know it, it does not everything.
1: I wouldn't panic.
2: Yeah, you know what? It happened to me. I got bit by my older cat, and I had to go and get shots and stuff because I got infected. And I was contacted immediately by our animal control, and they came out to the house. They looked at the cat, said, okay, he looks fine. They put signs all over my house and quarantined him there for 10 days. I was not allowed to take any animals outside. My dog was not allowed out of the house. Everybody had to stay in the house for 10 days. But it was
1: pretty benign. Yeah, yeah, and then at 10
2: days, I called them, and they said, okay, rip the sign. Down, everybody's fine.
1: And we actually have the sign hanging here in the studio. It's we, just sort of, we, we think it's kind of a joke now. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't worry about it. Don't panic about it. Yeah. And it's, it's the law. They're just trying to protect everyone from rabies.
8: Right. How old how um, can you start giving the rabies shots? I mean,
12: Oh, good question. Uh, rabies is generally at 12 weeks of age, it can be given. So you're not too far behind. Um, but, gosh, it would have been just great if that was on board because that does kind of change the rules if a pet's already been vaccinated or if they've not been vaccinated. So.
4: And I also, and I also think the question should be why the kitten bit someone and how to prevent it in the future from happening.
12: Alright, well, well, to some degree though, but kittens, you know, they, they're different than dogs. It's not like they necessarily bite because you look at them the wrong way. Cats will bite just because they want to run after you what? and chase you and then you become part of the play toy. Um so it's a little bit different, I think. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's we're not going to put a slip leash on the cat. But, uh, and we're not gonna
4: it's an excuse. It's an excuse. Do <laughs> you know what we're saying in Russian? the biggest excuse for the bad dancer is testicles we can always find excuse
12: okay? well, I'll believe that one but I, I think a lot of problems we can blame on that
6: <laughs> Brian,
4: I'm sure about this you know I have right now Doberman in my home puppy six months that guy did not cut those testicles and I, I I brought that Doberman was about bring him back and give the money back because it was intolerable that that dog is driving me nuts Cut the people testicles, testicles off. All the problems because of those testicles.
12: All right, Vlad. Okay, we're gonna sign you up first. Come on, right over yeah.
1: here. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Brian. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We've actually quarantined Vlad here in the studio. He can't leave the studio. If you need to talk to him, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Pet Stay The dog days are every day with Pet Stay it's available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. It provides unique in-room amenities for the dogs, including the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, even a specialty room service menu. Details at caesars.com slash petstaylasvegas. Tonight, Surf the Musical, if you love the Beach Boys and all the California music, and you love beautiful bronze women.
6: I'm now, sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry yeah, about get back. Come back with us. In in us how we lost there. You there.
1: You want to check this out tonight? It's happening at the CHI showroom at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. And that goes on through August 19th. Thank you, Pet Day, for sponsoring Animal Radio.
0: Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <laughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247.
5: This
9: is an Animal Radio News Update.
5: I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, there's nothing worse than a drunk cow. And I'm sure you've slept with a few of them before. <laughs> I guess having a drunk roommate can be pretty bad. But police in Boxford, Massachusetts, are saying a half a dozen cows helped themselves to a few beers at a backyard party. The bovine carousers reportedly crashed a gathering in the town. Then they knocked over some beer-filled cups and they started licking up all the spilled brew. A local officer said the cows were also picking through the empties in the recycling bin. Of course they were, hoping to get that last drop, the owner of the bovines finally arrived and herded the animals back to their field where I bet they slept very soundly that night. Couldn't even hear a moo out of him. A Canadian man survived a bear attack this past weekend, and he says he definitely plans to close the outhouse door next time. Gord chervel what's with guys keeping the door open anyway? He told CBC News he was camping and fishing with a friend in rural Manitoba when the attack happened. He said he was sitting on the throne early Saturday with the door wide open so he could enjoy the morning view but things soon turned pretty ugly when that bear grabbed him and dragged him out with nothing but a piece of toilet paper for defense. His friend was able to shoot and kill the bear before he caused too much damage. Boy, I wish we could have watched that, though. Would have been a great video. Chavelle is currently recovering from wounds on his head, back, and his shoulders, and he says he's also learned that dealing with the stench of an outhouse behind a closed door much better than risking another bear encounter. Headline News and World Report announced a few days ago the 10 best cities to be a pet. Arizona took the cake with a 40% showing 4 out of 10 cities were in Arizona. The poll was based on a spending analysis, and the study encompassed a recent analysis of transactions by Bundle. They're a spending analysis firm. The study proved that the city with the highest average dollars spent on pets was Scottsdale, Arizona. People there spent about $47.88 each month. Durham, North Carolina, next. Third was Tucson, and then came in Chandler at number four. They spent $35.88 per month. Bundle concluded these findings after they determined the 100 most populous cities in the U.S. The study looked at how money was actually spent. Food and medical considerations amounting to about $695 each year on just a medium-sized dog. And um, considering the more money is spent on items like collars, crates, spaying and neutering, grooming and toys... The number could actually be even higher. Cats, little less expensive. They can still cost about 670 bucks a year. Fish, though, only cost you $34 a year, by far the least expensive. No matter what is spent, it seems that each year the spending increases across our great nation. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com.
9: This has been an Animal Radio news update. Get more at animalradio.com.
1: Do you love cleaning the litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole curled corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, World's Best Cat Litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, toll free at one 405 8405 And we have one for animal communicator, Joy Turner. Doris, welcome to the
6: show.
10: Hi. What's going on? I'm taking my cat to get spayed, and I'm wondering
14: how she's going to feel about this. I have a relative that says, I should not do this. It's going to change her. I said, I don't think so. Another, My neighbor says, go ahead, it's about time I get this done. So I just wanted to know what your opinion was.
13: Okay, well, Doris, how about if I do something even better for you and get your kitty's opinion? Oh, okay. Tell me your cat's name, please. Uh, Oreo. Okay, and can you tell me why you're wanting to have Oreo spayed at this point in time?
14: Well, everybody, at everybody, my friends and my, my one neighbor, she says, you know, everybody says I should get this done. You know, it, it'll be better for her. I feel as if she should have been, she should have been done before. But others, others say to me that I, um, that's not right. I shouldn't do anything to her.
13: Okay, and she says she doesn't think we should listen to anybody but us. Yeah. So she's very happy. If you think it's the best thing for her, she's very happy to have it done. Uh And she says, but you know, you just have to stop listening to all these other people because you can see they don't have any idea what they're talking about. They just talk about themselves and their experience. Uh So she'd rather not even pay any attention to any of those people. Because she thinks you guys have a really great relationship and she doesn't want anybody else interfering in that. Oh, yeah, okay. And she's very delighted to do whatever you want her to do because you're her person and she's the one, or you're the one that she wants to pay attention to regardless of what anybody else says. Uh huh, because like I say, every time I go out the door, she tries to come outside, which she did twice already. And
14: the one time she got under the porch and I had a heck of a time trying to get her out.
13: She wants to know what that's gonna be like, and can you tell me Oreo's age at this point? Oh, she's gonna be going on too. Okay. So I wanna ask her to show me, because that means that she's old enough to come into her cycling. Uh huh. And I wanna ask her what it feels like every once in a while, different than it was when she was little. So, uh-huh. Okay, she's showing me that. And that's basically her hormones that she's showing me,
12: what it yes. feels like
13: when they're kind of active. And so yes. I want to ask her, would she prefer to feel like that sometimes? Or would she prefer to not ever feel like that and go back to feeling like she did when she was young? And she admits that she gets kind of a little crazy <laughs> inside feeling when, when uh-huh. those hormones are happening. Yeah, And she wants to know if you would agree. Uh, yes, I do agree with her. So she says if, if it's going to actually stop that, then she's all for it, because uh-huh. that's not a comfortable feeling to her. She feels like she loses her mind, and it's just like, ah! <laughs> so and so, she's totally happy to do that if if that's going to make you happy and it's going to make her feel less up and down and up and down and crazy uh-huh. and frantic yeah. is the way she says she feels a lot of the times with that. Uh huh. So if that's going to make that stop, then she's all for it. Uh huh. She said, just forget what everybody else says and just do what we think is best. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, then that's good. I, I think I'm, you know, satisfied that I'm going to, you know, get her spade. Good. Yeah, she's fine with that. Uh-huh. She thinks it's a it's a fine thing. So I wouldn't have any concern about it at all. Good luck
1: with that, Doris. Thank yeah. you for your call today. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 8405 I guess the cat didn't like PMSing?
13: Yes, she didn't like doing her PMS stuff, so... Who does? Just, you know, isn't that so?
1: Those violin players only mean one thing. Well, it mean two things. But in this particular case, when you hear them on Animal Radio, it means the dog father, Joey Villani, is about to give his tip of the week. Brought to you by Wall. Because dogs are one of the most intelligent animals, it's no wonder that wall pet clippers are the number one choice for dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit wall, W-A-H-L. Pet.com.
3: Mika likes Walt. Yes, she does. Well, let me tell you, I got an email this week, and this is this is actually a hard question to answer, but um because there's so many variables. Somebody sent me a question, and they're having a hard time building dogs, building their dogs coat. What I, what, what I mean by that is in layman's terms, it's not growing right. It doesn't look right. There's something wrong here. There are five variables that you need to look at number one which is not fixable is genetics you know the, what what is the genetic line of the particular dog that you have i mean if the dogs um... you know family history has uh, bad genes and and has poor coat condition there might be no way to improve it the things that are fixable number one is the environment when i say the environment i'm not talking about if you live in california florida or alaska i'm talking about your home Okay, if you have a lot of things that that, that coat is going to get caught up on, whether it be carpet, whether it be furniture, um, whatever it's going to be, it's going to break the coat off and what's gonna end up happening is is you're not going to have, you know, beautiful coat. That's number one. Could be a little bit difficult because you don't want to refurnish your whole home um for it, but if you did, you know what? Um get stuff that the coat's not gonna get caught on. Third thing is Chemicals, okay? Chemicals... Um, you know, are are a big thing. And, you know, just the stuff on what you clean the floor. I know pe- some people that use, what if you use ammonia bleach and all that. I mean, it's not real, real healthy for your dog. Uh, I mean, they're going to pick it up. They're walking on it. It's just, think of it like this. You don't want to walk through clean barefoot, so your pet shouldn't, okay, and shouldn't lay on it. And even when it's dry, it'll still pick it up. So and chemicals in the lawn, and that's all stuff that's going to be absorbed into the skin, and it's going to reflect in the dog's coat. Fourth thing is disease. Okay, if your dog is sick and unhealthy, it's gonna reflect in the coat. Fifth thing, and probably the most important of all, because this can fix almost every other problem, is nutrition. If your dog eats poorly, if you're using cheap, if you're if you're feeding cheap food that doesn't have the right nutrition, what goes in is what's gonna reflect outside. It's not gonna build a good coat. Now I know some people have told me, well my dog eats some, um whatever the, the 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 cheap um store brand um and and they thrive you know what your dog is lucky but i bet you if your dog was on a better food it would thrive even more it's the same thing with people you eat you put bad stuff in you get bad results you get sick you get disease you don't look healthy it's the same thing with your pet now what a lot of people got to remember is dogs are not carnivores they're omnivores which means that they need vegetation as well so if you're making your own food at home, you want to have you want to break it down um, the the vegetables that are right for your dog. A lot of people like to use sweet potatoes, they like to use broccoli, they uh, you know a lot of green vegetables. You got to look at the list and see what's right for your particular for your particular dog because some breeds things don't tend to agree with them like others. Now, you don't want to give it to them whole because they have a short digestive tract, which means they're not going to break it down real good. So you want to break it down. That's why most... Canines will go for the stomach area because it's already, in in a wild, it's already pre-digested, um, sources of plant, of plant life. So they'll go for it because it's already pre-digested and it works better for them. Look at the label and read. You don't want stuff with a lot of cornmeal. You don't want stuff with a lot of fillers. You want to have good, nice ingredients. Organic always works best. A lot of people like to feed raw. You know what? I would talk to your veterinarian before I do that. Some people are for it. Some people are against it. But I've seen dogs thrive. But those five variables are going to affect code. If you adjust them, especially the nutrition, I can almost guarantee that you're going to see a difference in a very short time, not only with the coat, but all, all around with the dog. But we're talking about, I'm the groomer, so let's just stick the coat here. Okay? <laughs> and that's basically um, the five tips that I want to give you to build beautiful, nice coat. Great How tips. do you like that, Hal?
1: Those are great. In fact, we're going to put those over at the website at AnimalRadio.com, just in case you didn't get them all. Joey Volani, exclusively on Animal Radio, and we're damn proud of it.
2: This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella & Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella & Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-A.
1: Celebrating our connection with our pets, it's Animal Radio. You ain't seen nothing yet. BTO, all cat lovers, by the way, they all had cats. And I'm sure they used world's best cat litter, just like we do here at the studios. Because, well, first of all, it's just the kind of litter that clumps really, really good.
2: Is there any other litter?
1: No, there isn't. We've been using it for over 10 years. Now. At least. I'll give some away. In fact, let's go ahead and give some away right now. one 405 8405 I have nine bags of World's Best Cat Litter, either the multiple cat or the scented or unscented formula. You just tell Judy what you want. And we welcome to the show Dr. Melissa from World's Thank Best you. Cat Litter. How are you doing today?
15: I'm doing great.
1: Very good. Why is it so important that the choice that we make in litter can impact our pet's health?
15: Well, I think that one thing that a lot of people don't think about is the litter box experience can be stressful for a cat. Oh, yeah. the litter box is not clean, if it's not in the right location, if it doesn't have litter that they like to put their feet in. Um, This can cause a lot of stress, which can lead to urinary tract problems, litter box avoidance, all sorts of things we don't want to deal with.
1: How can it cause urinary tract problems?
15: Well, urinary tract problems in cats in most cases are caused by stress, perceived stress by the cat and the environment. The bladder gets inflamed because the cat is stressed. So if the cat doesn't like the litter box, they're going to avoid the litter box. It's going to be a stressful experience to go there. The other thing that happens is they don't go as often as they should. So they tend to hold their urine for much longer. It becomes very concentrated and irritating to the bladder.
6: The one
1: thing I notice is it's easy and fast to clean.
2: For me, it is, yeah. yeah.
1: So it's always clean. That's the That's what the cats like. It. It's not ever dirty. We don't use any of those clay litters that Ugh. have the dust. That's got to be really bad. When you, when you
2: pour it into the the box, you, you would just see, just see the, the dust. dust fly. You had to wait till it settled.
15: That's right. That's the cats need little uh, masks to wear on their faces when they go in the litter box when it's when you use the clay based um, clumping litter.
1: And this, of course, is corn.
15: It is. Yeah, it's all natural. It's made from the actual the corn itself, the, the whole kernel corn. Um, so there's not really anything that I know of that says natural, kind of a holistic experience for the cat in the litter box.
12: A lot of people, I think, kind of assume the litter box is pleasing smelling and it's clean. How often do you recommend that a cat owner change their litter out? It's
15: really dependent on the number of cats. So a lot of times we have multiple cat households and those boxes really should be dumped and cleaned once a week, which may be a little extreme for some folks, so at least every other week. And if there's only one cat in the household, you might be able to stretch it out to a month if you're scooping it daily and and refreshing the litter.
1: The texture is always important. I think with the clay litters, that's like hard rocks that they're stepping on. Not so with World's Best.
15: Exactly. Yeah, the World's Best is more of a natural feel to the cat. The other thing that I think is, is really great about the World's Best is cats that have the long fur where the fur actually sticks out between their pads on their feet. That clay litter really can get stuck in there. It can get jammed down in between the pads of their feet, which are extremely sensitive. And you don't see that with the World's Best Cat Litter because of the way the texture is, and it doesn't get caught in the hair.
1: You've given out the nine bags already? Yes, Okay, the just nine did. bags are given out. So here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Head on over to www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio right now and you'll get a free bag, a rebate on your first bag of World's Best Cat That's how sure they are that you're going to like it. It's great stuff and definitely endorsed by all of us here at Animal Radio. We'll head back to the phones and answer your questions up next.
8: Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio.
11: Stay balanced.
1: This portion of Animal Radio, brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Natural Goodness for Dogs, made with raw USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones or antibiotics. It is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. And I might just want to point out, even though it isn't on the copy here,
2: yes.
1: not one of the foods ever recalled.
2: Ever. Ever. You don't have to worry about recalls on this food.
1: Good stuff. Check out their website at and, and we go to line four. This is for Vlade. We have Robert. Hey, Robert. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Good, good, Robert. How are you?
8: I have a question. Okay. I have a. I'm a over the road truck driver. Okay. And twenty four seven with my dog, and it's a a Basenji, and uh, she seems she stays in the sleeper, and when I start rolling, she goes into a corner. And she, she sits there and stares at the wall. She won't sleep, nothing. I'm just concerned about her. I don't want her. And, but when I stop, she's fine. You know, she jumps up front. She's fine. But when we're rolling, it seems like she's, like, super scared. And I don't know what to do to make calm her or make her enjoy yeah. the ride a little better.
4: This is a little bit motion sickness, I believe. And uh, um, some dogs genetically predisposed, some environmental predisposed. Some of them had a bad experience. Uh, some of them have um, a physiological problem to handle it in the way it's positive. Um, I will double-check with our, our Dr. Davy in one minute. But uh, uh, my best advice for you would be, Don't rush it. I mean, of course, the question would be to, for me to ask if it happened all the time. I'm, I'm sure you got her not uh, yesterday, not even day before yesterday. So what do you think, Dr. Debbie?
12: Well, I think that you're, you're right on the track of where I was thinking, um, that this is very likely partly a behavioral um, problem, that he is having some anxiety, whether it's the vibration, the sound, something that is um, triggering a fearful response. And then as soon as that the vehicle stopped and that is... Mm-hmm. Subsided, then he's okay with the situation. So I think that would be the, the goal that I would work on is, you know, I'm always trying to get at the heart of it as, as far as find what is upsetting the animal and how we can work and train them through that. So so I would work with some positive uh, conditioning uh, through just starting the vehicle up, um, having the dog in there, and watching for those symptoms that he's getting freaked out and getting frightened, and then just curtailing it if we get to that point. And then- uh, I would definitely do a positive reward with that. And, then, you know, if, if it's... It's when we're moving and there is some vomiting or drooling, I would prescribe a nausea medicine, but I just it, I just don't sound like in this situation that's the big problem.
4: Yeah, we, we may want to go to some type of the even holistic maybe um, motion sickness uh, remedies in conjunction with this uh, uh, behavior modification that you just described. I would just add to this, maybe make the short trip and maybe stop periodically and play with the dog and get back. This is very traditional. What untraditional approach I use, very successful, Doctor Dave. You believe or not? It calls imitative, imitative method. So I get, I know it will it work for him or not, but he can really put in his vehicle in our dog who loves driving. I know that for sure because I always have boot campers in my home, and some of them have those problems. And my Mika just, you know, from the day number one, she's thinking uh, my van, it's like a second extension of our house because she's going from one client to another all the time. So the monkey see, monkey do. So that could be another solution for him to pursue.
1: Robert, do you have a dog that uh, could go along for the ride that doesn't get sick and that can be puked
6: on?
8: Well, she doesn't get sick. She, she don't get sick at all. She just stares at the wall. Oh you no, know, she don't. She's uh, motion sickness isn't an issue with her. It's it's. It seems like she's real anxious. You know, she just sit back there, turn her back to me, and stare at the back of the truck. My sleeper. Just I believe. At the wall.
4: I believe her over. One machine. Uh, Robert, we got it. We got it. I believe the vomiting and uh, another everything what uh, Dr. Davy and I was talking about. This is secondary. I think your doc is not there yet. Yes, Dr. Davy, but it's a, uh, it's a uh, first beginning of this problem. I still believe it's have to do. I don't know motion sickness, maybe partially, maybe partially anxiety, fear to. Um, this uh, vibrating and things like this. So solution will be the same, like I, we just described, and Dr. David described. Uh, okay. Make sure, make sure, take a short trip, stop, play, create positive perception. You know what I would do, Robert. I would get a wonderful CD. Hell, uh, could you remind me what is the name of that CD? Music, uh, music, your uh, uh, music, pet. my pet. And yeah, music, my pet, and that's what I would do. And I would just play for your dog. It will really calm your dog down. Oh,
8: okay. Where where can you find that CD at?
1: You know what? I'll I'll send you the link if you give me your email, and I'll also send you. Uh, we have a thunder shirt, which uh, it, it might work. It could work yeah you know
12: how sure. that's a great idea and the thunder shirt would be a good indication for this and and the other thing i might throw in is that you know find something that is really um, one of his favorite chew items um so some of the different kong type stuffed toys that you can put the cheesy or the peanut butter material in find something for your dog to focus on other than the vehicle um it's something that will stimulate them and still like Vlad i said that might be another dog it might be something really yummy to chew on um something to take his mind off of it and, and that might help you as well
4: Great idea, like bull stick, bull stick, bull stick, and deer antler chew.
8: I got her an antler.
4: Uh, make sure it's gotta be cutted, uh, not vertically, horizontally, so the marrow would be exposed for all way. That way she will really be interested. And make sure, just give it as you start to drive, not just when you get into the car. When you start, when you turn your engine on, that she's getting. When you stop driving, take it back. So she's she's learning okay. that it, the, the engine means good things. yeah so get the rescue remedies uh, from your pet store rescue remedy for pets uh, get that CD which the hell will send you a link get what doctor Davis said uh, Kong toy with peanut butter inside freeze it um, be creative with the never like a bull stick like a deer antler chew and accommodate it like a, like it's something positive and make sure the trips keep it short and gradually. Increase intensity of your long more much more longer and longer trips. That would be a solution to you. And of course Thunder Short, we have a great success with this product. It would be a wonderful addition.
1: Hold on a second and I'll get you a Thunder shirt and uh, you can go ahead and pick that up, Judy. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405 to connect with the dream team right now.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more.
4: Joe Alani. I would like to use that time on the air where so many people listening to us and just tell you, like, um, so I really love you. you you're just an amazing guy. You
3: really do. You know, I and I feel the same about you. See, we're all bonding here. I feel the same about Vladi, my favorite trainer in the world. And I do agree with everything he says. When I was hearing your tips,
4: oh, my gosh, I took them in lesson, English lesson, and practical lesson from your speech. I have to repeat. Let me let me tell you. I even wrote it down. Hold on. Where's my paper? Hell, give me a paper. Okay, this one. Um, this is the fixable. You said, this is not fixable. Genetics. How right it is for the behavior. Ah, you know, people, we like to say, Nasha, who was born to crawl will never fly. He may walk. So that's not fixable. What is the fixable, Giovalani said? Environment. That we can change the way the doctor said. That's just a brilliant, brilliant analogy. And another brilliant al- analogy is he. what did Giovanni said? nutrition whatever you put in the dog's body it's going to affect the coat it's going to affect the mood it's going to affect everything by the way uh, hell what do you eat every morning uh, I mean sometimes I'm thinking it you know just, you, just a bowl of crap healthy usually. Oh, yeah. That's what I kind of guess. You yeah. know, With sometimes. a little
1: sugar, sweet, low, and splendid. I'm trying oh. to watch my weight.
4: <laughs> that's You're so snappy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: uh, I, I think Judy needs to take a better care of you. Oh, she eats a bowl of crap, too.
2: Yeah, we do it Surreal. together.
4: <laughs> They're magically delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay,
3: Joe Valani, what's in a prize in the bottom of that bowl of crap? You're okay.
4: <laughs> now I would like to stay with you, might Joe You're my guy, Joey. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on! Everybody else, I'm interrupting everyone. I have to. Do... Joe Valani, tell us, please. Are you preaching what about what you believe? What did you eat? I know you have a very lovely wife. Sometimes she comes with you to the studio. Sometimes not. I really enjoying having her. She's such a amazing lady. Tell me, please. If she's cooking for you, or you cooking yourself, or do, what did you eat today, to this morning? Tell me,
3: please. My my wife and I hate to say this, but the truth can't boil an egg. She don't know how. <laughs> oh my God! I do 100 percent, 100 percent of the cooking and. It's funny because when she tries to cook, it's n- usually not too edible and in a nice way you gotta tell her. But now she's listening. So she knows better now and just did not cook for me anymore.
2: Boy, it sounds like you're talking about me, Joey. <laughs> I don't boil an egg either. I don't go in the kitchen. But, but yeah, real
3: the real secret, so what guy. did
4: you eat? Just cut to the chase, like you say in America. Or we what say we have, cut I to, I to had, the I had,
2: oatmeal. I had
3: oatmeal and raisins this morning. Hopefully that's a
4: quick, cool, uh, cool, quick, quick uh, you, you, boi- you basically cooked it. That's not was like a cereal type of the oatmeal, yes? Because that
3: one has no it nutrition. Could. Quaker oats, some um, sixty seconds, um, you know, <laughs> boiling water. That <laughs> so you had a bowl of crap this morning too. You, you, yeah, I you did. I did exactly yeah, with
1: raisins. Uh, Vladi, what did what did you eat this morning?
3: Yeah, what did you
4: have? Thank you, guys. So yes, <laughs> I ate the sa- yeah I ate the same thing which he just said, but I used old fashioned. I got it from um, uh, Whole Foods, and it is not quick. It's a oat, but you have to boil them uh, for ten minutes after that I added coconut oil I added sprouts, sunflower sprouts, and I added a blueberry. Hmm. And what did Mika eat? What did you feed your dog this morning? Mika, yeah, thank you. Mika ate stella and chews. I use stella and chews because grain-free diet, uh, oil, and about 10-15 supplements, and alpha-liporic acid, and green tea, and turmeric, and seaweeds, and yeast, and garlic, and I can go on and on, and what the jovalan is. Say it keeps against mosquitoes and like uh, yeast and garlic and many other things I'm I'm i 'm nuts i 'm crazy
3: you mean, know do you know when I changed my dog 's diets diets and a few supplements, I went from having dogs that were getting old to dogs that are old that act like that act like puppies I and love you the, again the, the, the um The shine in their eyes came back. And that's you know, that's something that people say, but until you experience you know what I'm saying. The twinkle in their eyes came back. They got more energetic. It's important. So people out there, if you're listening, believe me, change your pets' diet. If they're eating crap, they they're gonna be lethargic and they're not gonna look good, you change it and you'll notice a difference. You hear and the dogs are all happy, they're all barking here.
1: They are happy. Exactly. We gotta take a quick break here right now. One eight six six four oh five eight. 405 if you want to touch base with any one of the Dream Team.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis.
1: And your dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your mouth dogging. Dogging, vexing issues. Vexing, dogging issues? (laughs) The words are all there. You put them in order. Dog father, Joey Volani. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. And in just a few minutes, Glenn Close. Actress, Glenn Close. Oscar-winning Glenn Close will be joining us talking about her dog's as well as uh, her dog blog that she has. Also, uh, on the way, we're going to find out a little more about Wendy Diamond and her dog, Lucky, planning to give her the most expensive wedding. Guinness, world record most expensive wedding for pets is what she's going for. Of course, Lucky is already the most photographed with celebrity dog and uh, is suffering from cancer, and she wants to get the dog married before he passes. Uh, and I believe that they're trying to marry him off to a chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go figure. Uh, yeah, It is uh, Father's Day weekend,
4: and if you know who your father is.
6: <laughs>
1: uh,
4: <laughs> yeah. Don't, no, hold is. on, hold on. But back to chimpanzee. I just have a question yes. to the doctor. About the yeah. renowned veterinarian. Uh, just a very modest question. Will, will, be, will they be able to make it?
12: <laughs>
4: uh,
6: no, I'm of just course curious. Not.
12: Oh, you would go for that angle. And I'm sure she's actually had her baby neutered already. So, no, they mm, won't be
6: okay. doing that. Yeah. Okay,
4: okay. Just want to make sure. Okay.
12: Yeah, Stacy. Headline News and World
5: Report announced a few days ago the 10 best cities to be a pet. And you know what? Uh, out of these 10 best cities, four were in the exact same state. Oh. I'll tell you what state. Tops it to be a pet coming up on Animal Radio News.
1: I'm thinking it's Vladdy's favorite state, but uh, we'll, we'll find out in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Let's take some calls at 1 405 8405. Which line? Five? Okay. Hi, Lee. How are you doing?
14: Uh, hi, doctor. um I'll, I'll tell you as fast as I can uh, the problem. Okay. Uh, my two year old cat, um, we got him when he was four months old at an animal shelter, and uh, a few months ago we noticed. Uh, about three to four months ago, we know he was limping. So we took him to the vet, and the vet said he had uh, Perth's disease. The head of the femur was almost gone and needed surgery. So, yeah. uh, but had, she had to take uh, blood work first. And when she took the blood test, she found that his ALT was 1,000, a, a and his SGOT mm-hmm. was also extremely elevated. So, so uh, she gave him... Uh, uh, prescriptions, uh, you know, for a liquid, uh, and also um, this um, with milk, S dash and sylvia. It says A and B has milk vessel in it, and uh, that. And she thought that between those two uh, prescriptions, he would, you know, be better in this. So she took about three times afterwards. Blood work. And it never came down, his, mm. uh, ele- you know, his ALT and his CGOT, especially the ALT. So then uh, she had him uh, us take an, have an ultrasound, and it came that he has cholangiohepatitis. Okay. And, Good job
12: uh, on that pronunciation. That was great. <laughs> yeah. He,
14: he said that, you know, it, it, it has to continue on, the, uh, on this medication, and that uh, if it doesn't, still doesn't go down, he'll need a biopsy. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering because the ultrasound didn't actually show any um, tumor or any cyst or any—I mean anything of a uh, nature of uh, cancer or anything like that. Uh, okay. So would he still need a biopsy, or I mean, or is it uh, something that's uh, not, it's not very? uh difficult for a, a biopsy it's a minor thing you should have it anyway
12: okay i'm going to tackle your question in two parts um, the first part is that um i'm going to say that i totally disagree cats don't get perthes disease it just doesn't happen in them they get a different type of joint problem in the hip and it's actually called a slip uh fices, a slip capital physis. so it's just a little different where it where it comes okay, from perthes it, no? It's, it's a different problem than what dogs get. Oh. Small dogs get legs, leg like perthes disease, and that's due to a disruption in blood oh. flow. So what cats cat? get, traumatic injury to their, uh, the ball of the joint. And, uh, but sometimes this, that can is be is related what to... What, what does a so, cat get? cats get a slipped capital physis, so we treat it generally the same way but it's just kind of a a little bit of logistics and getting the proper term down but he still Um,
14: needs a surgery for that yeah
12: yeah okay so that's that I'm just I just wanted to kind of clarify that because because I've heard that before from other folks and um, it's a little different process how it happens now the other question about
14: surgeon would know how to do that that does the, yeah uh, and absolutely. And,
12: and most general practitioners are very comfortable doing the surgery for that as well. Really? It's called an oh, well. FHO. Um, now the bigger oh, problem that we're going to have with your kitty is that we have a, a serious liver problem going on, right. and values that high are certainly very remarkable, and I take that very seriously. If we have a diagnosis of cholangiohepatitis, the way to prove that is to get a liver biopsy. So some of how we approach that, and do we make that choice on a liver biopsy at this juncture depends on how the kitty's feeling and overall how aggressive we want to get about managing that. It is a condition that has um, a lot of factors involving the small intestines, the pancreas, and the liver. So even if the ultrasound looked good, if they felt he had the condition, it still means it's there. It just means we don't have, say, a tumor um, or a large mass. But this con- condition is insidious. It's present. It causes blood work changes. It can cause problems with loss of appetite, vomiting, yeah, when diarrhea. Yeah, loss of appetite. Yeah. So it can be something that if we don't tackle, can lead to permanent liver damage. So the the challenge with that is it takes many months of treatment to to actually expect to see an improvement on the blood work. So I usually use a combination of um, antibiotics. Sometimes we use prednisone, a steroid, and then we use the liver supplements that you mentioned, things that contain milk thistle um, and uh, SAMe. Those can help the liver to regenerate and to restore itself, but it does take a long time. So that kind of process, I usually expect two, three months of evaluating that lab work and checking along the way to see how we're doing. Um, But at some point, if we do move to a liver biopsy, that can be done a couple ways. One, surgically, where we go in and take an actual visual uh, look and take a piece of that. If your veterinarian in your area has laparoscopic surgery, Um, where they go in with a little camera and make very small um, incisions, that might um, be a minimally invasive way that they can get liver biopsies. So that might be another option for you. You just just kind of have to check with your area. Can
14: I just go in with with just like a, a thin needle and do it?
12: You know, the the unfortunate thing with liver biopsies in dogs and cats is that the needle biopsy can be very misleading. And it used to be one of our favorite ways to diagnose liver disease, but it can be very misleading. So it is best to get an actual tissue biopsy so um, just tissue so that you're biopsy. not... Yeah, so because these treatments are so long, um, we want to make sure we get an accurate diagnosis, and it's it's definitely preferable to get that full biopsy. Definitely, I'd keep up with those medications because it does take a long time. And give your little guy a pat on the head, and thank you for adopting and rescuing this baby.
1: This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by in One-Stop Wound and Infection Spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, even rashes. You can reduce your pet's recovery time up to 60% with Vetericyn. For more information, head on over to their website at Vetericyn, dot com. This month, they're talking all about hotspots, because I guess this is the time of year where a lot of animals are getting hotspots.
12: Mm. Oh, you got it, man. I've been seeing quite a few already.
1: Good to go for the hotspots. It takes care of wounds, infections, irritations caused by bacteria. It is steroid free, antibiotic free. It is non toxic, and it has a neutral pH, which means it won't sting when it's applied. Remember when you were a kid and you you stub <laughs> your knee, and mom would put iodine on it, and you would, it would sting. It'd sting for a second. Ow. That doesn't happen. Can right. we give some away? Yeah. Do you want to give some? Let's give sure. some away. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I don't know if we were authorized to give it away, but Judy said so. so I we're said give it away right now.
9: There's no doubt that it's a great time to be alive. Our grandparents could only imagine smartphones, GPS tracking, robotic vacuums, and the Litter Robot. Yes, I said the Litter Robot, technology that automatically cleans the litter box for you. No more nasty litter boxes to stink up the house, and always a clean, safe place for your kitties to do their business. It's so efficient and earth-friendly that you'll use half the litter, saving both time and money. And the Litter Robot doesn't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. This is how it works. Seven minutes after your cat uses the Litter Robot, the patented litter sifting system automatically empties the waste directly into a bag-lined waste drawer, leaving a clean bed of litter for the next use. We know you'll love it so much, we offer a 90-day guarantee. You're on the cutting edge of technology, so why are you still cleaning the litter box the old-fashioned way? Step up to the self-cleaning Litter Robot, available online at LitterRobot.com. That's Litter-Robot.com.
0: So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Why read a newspaper in the age of the internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals.
1: You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio.
1: It is Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Moments away from Glenn Close on the season of stars. And I wanted to find that list of who is coming up on the season of stars. I'll look for it during the next break because there's a couple of big celebrities other than Glenn Close. Still? It's wow. amazing. Really amazing. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Litter Robot, which automatically cleans the cat litter for you. You don't need any special supplies or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter like World's Best Cat Litter. Never scoop dirty litter again. We know you love it so much that we offer a 90-day guarantee. It's available at litter-robot.com. And Animal Radio customers, that's you looking down at your radio right now, you lucky dog or lucky cat. You get a 15% discount with the code Animal Radio. That's all lowercase when you check out at litter-robot.com. And it's Angela. Angela. Hey, Angela, welcome to the show.
16: Hi, how are you? Good. What's up? Um, I got a couple questions for you about a duck. That? Ah, that must be for um, me, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's for the doctor.
12: Um, okay, what can I do? My,
16: my daughter was horse riding with some friends one day that she does often, and they had had a litter of ducks on the farm, and one of them, for lack of a better way to explain it, its legs are backwards. Mm, okay. So, when, um, so she, of course, brought it home and adopted it, and um, it... It's about four months old. Its feathers are just starting to come in. And it has gotten around okay on what I would call its elbows.
12: just For
16: description purposes. But um, as it's gotten bigger and heavier, it can no longer walk around like it was. So it's having a really hard time getting around. And it was swimming okay. Um, It has taken over my fish pond when she puts it outside. And um, it was swimming just fine, but now it sinks instead of swims. It's fine Mm -hmm. if it just sits and floats, but if it starts to try to move its legs to swim, it sinks straight under its head goes underwater. Okay. And so, I'm trying to bring the quality of life the best that we can for the little ducky, but we don't know what to do anymore with it. Okay,
12: well, Angela, I'm going to deliver some rough news for you here. That at, at this age, um, we're going to have some real serious problems in, in providing quality of life with his limbs that deformed. And, and I'm going to go back a little bit. And generally, when this happens in young birds, um, it, it can be a couple different problems that occur, but we term them angular limb deformities. So that the legs start going in a position that isn't normal if we don't correct it when they're young, meaning within the first few weeks or even a month or so. That, that's when we need to intervene and we can do hobbling, we can do taping to try to kind of guide their feet in the right direction. At this point, this birdie's already got his legs pretty much, they're mineralized and they're grown into this position. It can right. be fixed, um, but you're talking orthopedic surgery, um, and, uh, <laughs> it's certainly challenging and it depends a little bit on what's going on. Sometimes we can have slip tendons. Sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, the, the bones becoming tweaked and tw- twisted into different directions. So, while there can be some things done, a little bit depends on your motivation and how, how much you want to do. Um, if you're looking to find an EVN specialist in your area, that would be what we're talking about, where they might have to actually break his legs, reposition them, Aww. and then, um, put them back in the right direction. But the way he is right now, he's going to have ongoing problems with, um, wearing his li- limbs in the wrong areas, uh, causing sores, getting infected. Um, and uh-huh. if he can't swim, that would be a great thing if he could swim, and we could just let him stay, you know, in a pond situation. But if he's not able to stay afloat now, um, that's going to be a danger for him. And most of these birdies, unfortunately, do have to be put down um, because they do get to have so much difficulty getting around and just leading a normal life.
4: Doctor um, Debbie, why we need to put her down? My Mika German shepherd, just listening to you, just uh, want to ask you, why don't we just eat her? <sighs>
12: You know, yes. I don't, uh, okay. All right, Vlad. There's the difference here uh, p- between a pet duck and those that which you might put on your plate. Um, so we I, would that I never don't get them am from
3: Russia.
4: We don't do that. We're eating them.
12: <laughs> I understand, but, but once you you know you put the effort in, and this becomes um, a pet that you care for, it, it, that's a hard line to cross, Vlad. So stay away and keep me
6: okay. away. <laughs>
12: Um, But I think as far as you've done a lot to help this little bird along the way, but there comes to be a point where this type of problem, we just can't um, continue. And that'll be a time when, you know, you need to work with your veterinarian locally to determine if you're to that point. But um, most of these babies, um, you know, we we have to make that decision for them.
16: Okay. That's very hard because my daughter was in a really serious accident in January, and um, she has, problems her leg is all made of steel now and that's why she felt for the duck the way she felt
6: Mm. um
16: she was in a she was in a coma for about four days and and we didn't think she was going to survive and she did and she has some kind of affinity with this duck Mm -hmm. i guess because her legs are kind of messed up now and and so i don't want to tell her this but i guess i have to Part of growing up i
6: guess (laughs)
12: yeah well, and you know she may continue for a while and do well, and a lot of that depends on your you know ability to provide um for the bird. um It just becomes a bit logistically difficult when they start having the sores and they can't actually bear their own weight and that's where um you know I think there's definitely a, a huge difference between what people can cope with and what an animal can, and we can't necessarily put her in a body harness and or you know fit her with some of these assisted devices um you know without getting a lot more involved there. So, so you know, I am so sorry that you know that adds an extra level of um, difficulty to you. Um, but you have provided this little bird with a wonderful, loving home for a short period of time, and I and um, I, I always like to look for the positive here, and I think that that is a, just a wonderful thing. And um, you know, your your daughter too um, has done a great thing. So okay. I wish you the best with
16: this. Thank us. you very much for Thank your you. advice. We may speak. the we do have an exotic animal vet in our area that we take our birds to and stuff. Um, we may speak. To uh, their advice into how long to let it go and that sort of thing mm-hmm. before we
1: make a, a decision. We Thank wish you, you the much. best of luck with that. All our prayers and all of our love to both the ducks and your daughter there. Thank it, you very much. We are going to replace Vladi the Russian dog wizard with Affleck the Russian duck wizard <laughs> coming up. So uh, that that's a good change.
4: Really, Mika, look at me. Are you crazy people? Why you need to treat her? Just eat it.
1: Let's go ahead and take one for Joey Volani. We have Bobby on the phone. Hey, Bobby, how are you doing?
10: I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. What's up? Well, um, I drive trucks, and uh, my puppies hadn't had their nails clipped for quite a while. So about uh, a week and a half ago, we stopped at a uh, big truck pet store and got them clipped, and they said, do you want them ground? And I said, what? They said, well, if you grind them, then it'll last longer. My one guy... nails, they're so pretty, but they kind of get long real quick. So we did that and then we got home and uh, took him in to get him groomed and said, don't clip the nails, don't clip the nails, just got done. We go to pick up the dog and they took him out of the cage and his nail was, I mean, his paw was so red with blood he was bleeding, you know, it, uh, it was just bad. And it was bad that they just left him in there with his blood, but she said, oh, well, they needed to be clipped and she said it had to be it couldn't be
3: ground around, so is grinding? I mean, is that bad? No, that's that's. Um, I don't know why they would have said that. I don't know if there was, um, maybe an underlining problem. But I have never, in um, almost thirty-seven years of grooming or whatever—I don't know how long it's been—ever come into a situation where nails cannot be ground unless the dog themselves did not want, um, want it to happen, um. What they should have done, because quicking a dog, and that's what it's called when you when you hit the vein. It's called a quick, so we call it quicking. And sometimes it happens when you have dark nails, because the only way that you'd be able to see it is going little by little, and sometimes the quick is right there, so the, the dog's nail will bleed. But what they should have done was they should have cleaned it off right away for you um dried it made it look nice and at least had given you some what what we call quick stop which is just some um, it's it's some um, steptic powder okay to coagulate and i would have given you that to go home with um but no, it, there shouldn't be any unless the dog is not letting them grind their nails. There's really no reason why that um, it 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 shouldn't be able to be um grinded, and um actually sometimes that's a little bit easier on the dog as well because you don't it, you got less chance of actually making them bleed.
10: Yeah, he has black nails, and he had just had them ground. So I I just I couldn't believe that she had just stuck the dog in the cage and all this blood was everywhere. And- got home and it was all over the floor and we wrapped it ball up in a bandage and stayed that way for a day and but I just thought I'd make sure that grinding was okay
3: it just, uh, no grind. Okay. Grinding is, is absolutely just fine. Um, like I said, you know, they, they really didn't handle the situation right. Cutting the nails and making them to bleed every now and then does happen, but there's, there's a way, you know, that they really need to go about it to tell you and tell you how to deal with it. If that ever happens again and you have absolutely nothing else at home but a bar of soap. Take the bar of soap and actually run it underneath the nail and what it's gonna do, it almost works like a cork. And it will um in, in in most cases stop the bleeding and then I'd wait about an hour or two and then you can then you could rinse it off, um, you know, and clean the area up. But um it's that that's your your worst case you know, worst case scenario. Best case scenario if you have some quick stop in the house and I tell everyone, you know, because there's a lot of times that people's um pets, their nails, you know, get caught on something and they'll bleed and um all pet um, shops have it, and again, it's, it's just some steptic powder. It's something good to keep in your truck, and um, you can um, put it on the nails. You don't have to worry about it.
10: Okay, well, wonderful. I, if, if I could say one more thing, uh, I drive a truck, and when I take my dogs out, I just use little those little sandwich baggies, to pick up their poop, and it's just so easy. Truckers out there. <laughs>
1: Okay. I hear that all the time. I hear that from so many different truckers. How about some don't clean up after themselves? But uh, I'm glad that you're bringing that up.
10: Yeah, and it's just, and then you end up, you always have these little baggies in your pocket. You never know; they always come in handy. <laughs> nope.
1: Well, thank you for thank your call. You. And stay away from that groomer. Sounds like that groomer really sucked. Uh, no,
10: we're not going back. Good no, we are not. I just felt so bad. I, I, I think it was. I think the owner was great, but they've gotten into some different management, system, so we're not going back there. But anyway, thank you a lot.
1: Go give your pet thank a you. big old hug from all of us. Bobby, thanks for calling today. 1-866-405-8405. That's toll-free to our dream team. Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Dr. Uh, Dr. Joey Volani. I don't know
3: why I suddenly <laughs> got you, your you doctor. you. call me Doctor Joey. Vellani. I think <laughs> dog father. No, I think our doctor would be upset about that, but that's all right. Also,
1: Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard and animal communicator, Joey Turner, all here at your back
0: end call. Animal Radio is brought to you by. New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer.
9: This is an Animal Radio News Update.
5: I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. If somebody were to ask you a few years ago who was the worst neighbor in the entire world, guess what? Hello, it's me. Yep, I would have been the worst neighbor. You know why? I have three boys, and two out of three were in rock bands. One was a skateboarder, and then I have these three dogs. So we had kids up and down my driveway all the time. The rock band always had music coming out of the garage, and the dogs, of course, were barking at everybody. Well, there's a New York man who's right on my coattails. Uh, By the way, now, my kids are out of my house. People wave to me, and I don't even know what to do. I'm, like, shocked. A New York man is being sued over his indoor fish farm. The New York Post reports that Christopher Tool's landlord is accusing the tenant of violating his lease by running the Society of Aquaponic Values and Education from right inside his apartment. The nonprofit operation encourages people to breed tilapia and other fish in their homes to uh, sell them online. Can't he teach people how to use eBay or something? Tool likes to lead by example. And neighbors say the fish farm has caused water leaks as well as never-ending smells and noises. I don't think there's anything quite like a fish tank that hasn't been cleaned. Tool says he can't comment on the lawsuit, but did point out that any publicity is good publicity. Well, here's a dog with a lot of heart. A stray dog in China recently earned a new home after proving her devotion to a long-distance cyclist. According to CBS News, Zhang Hang told Chinese state television this dog followed him for 20 days, more than 1,139 miles after a member of his group just gave her a little food. Well, he's named the dog Little Sa and plans to adopt this little friend so he can continue to take care of her. What a great story. They were just meant to be together. A velvet spider is now walking on the wild side after joining a new genus named after the legendary velvet underground rocker Lou Reed. According to SciNews.com, biologists were attempting to increase basic knowledge of velvet spiders when they discovered this new genus, the Luridia. It's found in sand dunes in Israel's southern Negev desert. Dark and shiny in appearance, velvet spiders keep well hidden or live and burrow deep underground. And you know what? I don't care how shiny they are or who they're named after, they still make me scream. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal-breaking news at AnimalRadio.com.
9: This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com.
0: Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantix 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer.
1: Vetricin, a one step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetricin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non toxic and will not sting and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy to apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to vetrisin.com. That's V E T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. This is Animal
0: Radio, baby.
1: Everybody is a pet lover, even Glenn Close. And she is on... Line two. Well, hi, Glenn. Hi. How are you doing? I'm
17: doing really well, thank you. Did we catch you at work? No, I'm back from work. I worked earlier today.
1: You've got a grueling schedule, I understand. Working on damages, right?
17: Yeah, fun though.
1: Well, I welcome you to Animal Radio, and there's one thing I want to clear up first for all the listeners. Um, you've played some roles.
17: <laughs> <laughs> I
10: know what you're going to say. <laughs> well,
1: okay, let's let's just, I want to list off what I remember. Uh, of course, 101 Dalmatians, you terrorized puppies. Yes. Fatal attraction, there was the bunny incident, mm-hmm. and then uh, in this, in damages, didn't you have a dog killed in the
17: the pilot episode? That's what's inferred.
1: Okay.
17: <laughs> I kind of am in denial about that. Glenn, how could you? <laughs> oh, yes, I know.
1: But we know different. You're, you're very much the uh, animal lover, yes, aren't you? Yes, in
17: fact, I'm feeding Bill and Jake as we speak. <laughs> Tell us about
1: Bill and Jake.
17: <laughs> oh, Bill and Jake are adorable. There's a woman called Elaine Sober, Sober who lives in McAllister, Montana, who for a number of years has um, bred this wonderful combination of terrier mixes. Mm. And um, my family's had a lot of them. Uh-huh. So Bill and Jake are Montana Terrier mutts.
1: <laughs> Montana Terrier mutts. Okay. How old and are they? And they?
17: they go with me everywhere. Jake is eight. He's actually my daughter's dog. And uh, Bill is six. So they go with
1: you to uh, on the set and everything?
17: Yeah, they do. Oh, how fun. They're, they're the uh, mascots of Steiner Studio. I have a nice room where they can stay. Or I love to bring them down to the set if it's not, you know if it's conducive and we tape their little jingly collars so that uh, they won't disturb the sound and they, <laughs> everybody just loves it when Billy and Jake come.
1: They don't ruin a take or anything, huh?
17: No, I mean, I've had two of my other dogs in movies with me and they're so sensitive to you know to my every move and voice that they're, it's, they act as if they're their highly, highly trained dog. So in some ways, I wish the Jakey had been my dog in the movie but i don't think i don't know if he i don't think he could have been taught to bark
2: (laughs) have they ever tried to sneak on the set during the filming and actually be part of the show no No. that would
17: that would never
6: happen
2: (laughs) it would
17: be hard hard for them to get past all the people that would (laughs) waylay them before they got to the set
1: do you have a childhood animal that sort of changed the way you thought about
6: animals
17: I have been surrounded my, by animals my entire life, so they've informed me from, you know, from when I can remember. So I've never had a life without animals, especially dogs. My first dog uh, was a collie, and uh, we we lived on a wonderful piece of property in Connecticut, but it had a very long, straight road along one edge, and so a lot of our dogs, unfortunately, died on that road because mm. people would speed. Mm-hmm. Um and with a farm, you know, so it was kind of hard to keep track of them all the time. And we didn't have, we didn't have the now the invisible fences and all that. Mm-hmm. So my, my first dog, you know, met his fate on Round Hill Road. Um, I, and I wore his belt. I mean, I wore his collar as a belt. That's how little I was. Aww. And I have a huge memory of him. He was a wonderful tricolor collie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we grew up with collies. And then my dad was in medical school, and he would rescue dogs from the lab that they, probably they'd found on the oh,
6: New, wow. York,
17: New York streets. And so we had not only collies, but um, a great motley assortment of New York street dogs. I had a dog all through college. I've, I, you know, I've always had a dog.
1: You're a dog person?
17: I'm very much a dog person, though I also have two cats. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're, pro- they're probably spoiled just as much as the dogs.
17: I wouldn't say my dogs are spoiled. My dogs are extremely well-mannered. So, um... They're, I guess they're spoiled in that I try to include them in as much as my life as possible.
6: Mm-hmm.
17: I think, you know, dogs love to be included. Definitely. <laughs> they, they kind of expect to go wherever I go and, and always this terrible look when they realize that they can't. Um, but they're very much uh, part of our life.
1: I understand that your husband, uh, he makes diagnostic tools for veterinarians?
17: He founded Idex. Idex, okay. Yes.
1: I've heard of that.
17: He founded that from scratch. I was my husband, and it was just inducted into the Biotech Hall of Fame, actually, just a couple of days ago. You have a lot of animal diagnostics.
1: Isn't he uh, heading a, a new venture, FetchDog? I want yes, to hear about this.
17: FetchDog.com. What is this mm-hmm. about? It's, it's a site, a website for dog owners, and it's going to be everything. It will be commercial. It will be community. It will be... Um, you know, a lot of wonderful content, a lot of articles and research you can access. Um, I have a tiny, tiny part of it. I i have this little, I guess it's a blog called uh-huh. Lively Licks, Profiles of Dogs and Their People. And um, I'm profiling friends and, and also people, interesting people who happen to be dog owners.
1: What do you talk about on the blog?
17: I, I ask them a series of questions. First of all, why, you know, when did you become a dog lover? Why dogs? Um, do you ever rescue a dog uh, kind of personal dog questions and then I do silly things like if your dog wrote an autobiography what would be the title and if it, <laughs> if it played a musical instrument what would it be and if it drove a car and if it was a famous person who would it be and it's hilarious what people come back with because of course everybody has an opinion about what their dog would do Of
6: course. a few
1: of those are our celebrities that are joining you for that blog
17: Yes, um, well, Ted Danson and his wonderful wife, Mary, uh-huh. they have three fantastic dogs, and they're one of my, my first profiles. Um, Deborah Messing, who's married to one of our wonderful writers, Dan Zellman, they have a coton that they adore, and uh, so they've got, gotten onto it. Um, Sam Waterston, who's a friend from way back, uh, people, you know, of course, know from Law and Order, so I guess I'm just starting with my friends who happen to have dogs. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and everybody loves to talk about their animals. Huh?
17: They do. But also one of my early profiles is um, a guy called Steve Linose, who's with the New York Bomb Squad. And uh, he he has a two-year-old lab called Duke, uh, who is an explosive sniffing dog. And it's kind of a great story because um, I've asked everybody to to identify a charity and then uh, ten items from our catalog. So if anybody, through their profile, buys an item, a percentage of that will go to the charity of their choice. And my choice is called Puppy Behind Bars, Puppies Ooh, Behind Bars.
1: I've never heard of that. What, what organization is it's that? It's a what
17: fantastic they- organization that uh, uses model prisoners in to socialize puppies that they then feed into uh, dogs for seeing eye work, assistance, or explosive sniffing dogs. And it's a fantastic program because the humans get so much out of it and um, feel like they're able in some way to give back positively. And the dogs, of course, bring this incredible presence into places that can be extremely bleak. Mm-hmm. And um, then they go on, the dogs go on to do to save lives. And, and Duke is out of the Puppies Behind Bars program. Hmm. Wonderful dog that's that's uh works with uh, with Steve.
1: Saving Humans and Puppies. A good organization. Now if
17: Bill and Jake
1: were celebs <laughs> who would they be?
17: Well, Jakey would be the Dalai Lama. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> And Billy would be Barney Fife. <laughs>
1: we have one of those in this video, too. So it's FetchDog.com and, of course, on FX. Damages, what can we look for? Anything you can tell us about?
17: In damages? Yes. I would never give away the story. I love are it. You, are you watching? Um,
1: I'm, I'm TiVoing it. Oh, good, because it's late. It is
17: late for me. I know it's late for a lot of people, so I think a lot of heavy TiVoing is going
1: on. Sounds like you're enjoying your work and staying in touch with the animals. Check out FetchDog.com to see Glenn Close's
10: uh, celebrity. Do we call it celebrity blog? Because no, I don't like the word celebrity. <laughs> yeah, I, I to say it's not. <laughs> no, really. it's just a, it's just a, it's lover. just a blog. Lively
6: licks. Lively, Lively. licks.
9: Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more.
7: Oh, no, a storm. Where's my thunder shirt? I need my thunder shirt. It hugs me, keeps me calm during storms. Otherwise, I freak. Here, boy. Let's put on your thunder
9: shirt. Oh,
7: oh, that's much better. Hey folks, if your dog or cats like me and scared of noises, traveling, or vet visits, or being left alone, try Thundershirt. It's the easy, drug-free way to keep them calm. For only $39.95 with a money-back guarantee, don't be afraid to try one. Buy a Thundershirt now at Cat Stores or at Thundershirt.com. Warm weather is here and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit wall, W-A-H-L
1: animal radio you lucky dog and we are loaded down with all kinds of goodies today Woo-hoo. stuff from Vetrison, world's best cat litter and good stuff from wall right now with joey Volani. what is that oh you got the kit today
3: deluxe pro series clipper kit and you know what? I, I never knew this, and, and, and a lot of people probably look at a box and don't even know why, but it says right on the box, 2.5 times more power drive. And now you know what that means, how? I have no idea. It's if you go out and you buy a cheap clipper... And you're clipping your dog's coat at home, and it stops, and it jams in the coat, and now you got to pull it out, and it's going to pull the hair out of the dog, the dog is going to be upset, and you're going to be upset, and the dog isn't going to want to do it. Well, because this is a little bit more powerful, that's not going to happen. And you know what? If you just look at this, you can see it's made it's professional. It's definitely professional quality type clipper. Um, I put this thing through the test um, because um, I brought it to the salon, and I've used it on my dog's feet i use it on their face um i mean you could basically use it all over the dog it comes with attachments so if you don't want your dog too short you want them a little bit longer you put the comb attachments on oh. and um it'll leave the coat a little bit longer it comes with a um with a comb. It comes with a mirror, and it comes with a DVD. Oh um, wow! You know what? I checked it out. It's actually it's pretty cool. Um, it's really good for the beginner because it gives you step by step instructions for all the different types of um coats as well, which is good because every coat, you know, it's not like cutting people's hair. Every dog has different type has or every I should say breed has a different type of coat. Um, and you know, there's different methods for each coat, and this this will go and tell you, and it tells you how to maintain it you know and this is something if you maintain it you'll have it for years
4: uh, what do you think about uh, vacuuming your dog
3: i don't vacuum my dog but they actually make something called a clipper vac which i use which sucks the hair up when you cut it but no i i don't i don't routinely vacuum my dog
4: okay so it's not a really perfect solution you think
3: <laughs> you know, I, think, I think brushing and combing would probably would probably work best and just vacuum up what's left.
4: The uh, Deluxe
1: Pro Series kit comes in this nice little box, and we're going to go ahead and give one away right now at one eight six six 405 I'm sorry. I, I just like, I you spaced, spaced out there number. for a second.
2: <laughs> I forgot where I Brain was. fart.
1: And uh, especially if you're like a deserving shelter or you adopt out pets, we're especially...
2: Come on, now. You can do this. Pull it together. We want Come to give
1: on. it to somebody
3: who adopts out pets. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, what what, what were, you, were you drinking with Vlade? That's yeah, the, I don't know what's, what's that. going on?
1: <laughs>
3: you know, nobody invited me.
1: 1-866-405-8405. Thanks, Walt, for the Clippers that we're about to give away. The Deluxe Pro Series kit, that
2: is. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals
13: are people too. They say there's someone for everyone. A British tourist recently found her mate in Israel, and he's a dolphin. That's right, the 41-year-old Sharon Tendler has been visiting the 35-year-old dolphin for 15 years. She recently asked the trainer if she could marry him because he brought her peace and tranquility. On the big day, the bride-wearing white walked down the dock to meet the dolphin groom at the end of the pier. Spectators cheered as she Missed the groom, tossed him some mackerels, and jumped in for a swim. Tindler was quoted as saying, I'm the happiest girl on earth. Her groom was quoted as saying, ah, ah. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio.
7: Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405.
1: 1-866-405-8405. Remember, you can also Facebook us at Animal Radio. And as we've been doing for the last few weeks, if you like us on Facebook, every single day this week we're giving out a prize pack It's worth trillions of dollars. No, it's worth a lot. And it's, it has stuff for your pet as well as yourself in it. And all you have to do is like us over at Facebook. You can also ask your questions within 140 characters over at Twitter at Animal Radio. And, uh, your email at your voice at animal radio. And in fact, we just got one in just a few minutes ago. This is for Vlade. So yeah. I guess these people are traveling on the road mm-hmm. and they want to know what is the right way to drive with a dog or a puppy in the car? Should they be loose or should they be in a crate? What are your thoughts about driving? Is it good for him? And how long can a puppy go for a long ride?
4: Oh, it's unlimited. Uh, As long as you stop by and have a good party uh, uh, party breaks, that's number one, and start from the beginning, well, if your puppy or dog was trained by Vladi, he or she would be laying down in the dog bed as the human in the back seat, maybe uh, for some restraint, but they will be like a human, like lay down there and be quiet and calm and however if you have a situation where your dog has been trained by vladi and your dog is hyper i would suggest you to put the puppies or dogs in the
1: crate hello henrietta how are you doing
18: okay
1: where are you calling from today
18: uh it's around Sorosville, pennsylvania oh
1: okay What's going on with your animal? I have the doctor, the behaviorist here, the psychic. Uh, oh, I can't say psychic. Communicator. I'm sorry, Joy. Don't look at me that way. Uh, what can we do for you?
18: Well, the one cat. She's about three years old. She like she goes in a litter box and she keeps scratching and scratching, and she has it all scratched out a lot of the times. I just have clean it up all the time, and it, it she go she don't go anywhere else. She goes in a litter box, but you just keep scratching it out
12: okay what kind of litter uh do you use
18: well we usually get kind of from walmart it's uh i think it was arm and hammer extra something
12: okay is it kind of a clay type litter or more like the sand
18: it's more like the sand
12: okay all right, and so she's using the box then, so she's not like having accidents in the wrong places. She's using it, she's just kind of uh, building sandcastles, as we call it.
18: <laughs> yeah, yeah she, well, it's right near the, our hutch, and she scratches everything, and she scratches on the hutch and everything when
12: okay. she's
18: been there sometimes.
12: Well, what you have is a kitty who is doing a completely normal behavior just to an excess. And I do find that some kitties just, they delight in, uh, well, most cats delight in a really fine kind of Green um, litter—that's what they like. They really enjoy it. It's the the most successful for them to use. But there are those kitties that just adore it so much that it becomes just a lot of fun. So that they will actually just kind of evacuate the box or or build these sandcastles up along the corners along the side of their litter pan. Yeah, the one so,
18: part—the one part is uh, is just about all the litter is scratched to the one side.
12: Yeah. So my my recommendations. you can do a couple things. Now, this is a good, healthy thing. We want a cat to enjoy the litter. So your cat really likes it. So that's a good thing. And most cats that dig and scratch for more than four seconds before they use a litter box, that's a good thing. They're the kind of kitties that aren't likely to have a litter box problems. The ones that barely scratch before they go are going to be the kind that we worry that may develop an elimination problem later. So um, there's a couple things you can do. One, I hate lids. I absolutely hate them. Cats hate them. So before you try to put a cover on a litter box, think about what a cat likes and what you like. Do you like to sit in those little porta-potties and have that little closed cabin around you and have to go in that situation. Cats don't like it either. So get the lids off. The thing you can do to deal with a cat that likes to build these sandcastles is to get higher-sided litter pans. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to necessarily be Sold as litter pans, you can actually look and get more of those plastic storage boxes that have a higher side on them. Okay. Um, so that's one one way you can help manage that. Um, the other would be to try a little different type litter that has less of that fine grain to it and a little bit more of um, a, a coarser granule or coarser type of litter. That may help take down a little bit of that uh, enthusiasm for digging and scratching. Um, so th- those would be some things that I would certainly try, and then just you know make sure that everything else in that litter box area is good. That she likes it, and she's got room. Because if she doesn't feel like she can get around really well, she might turn to um, you know scratching a little bit more than if she can turn around effectively and uh, cover things in another direction.
18: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like any with a lid either because I'm possible. Because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I we have another cat. She likes plastic bags. So
12: what do you do with a cat that likes to eat plastic bags? Oh, easy.
6: Uh, put the plastic bags away.
12: Yeah. There There's, go. Um, it is a, a special attraction that some cats have to lick them, to chew them. Um, so there's not anything that I'm going to say you're going to put on them. So before Vlade says you're going to put Tabasco on it and keep them away from that, it just doesn't work. Um, so for cats, they just... They enjoy it. They like it. So the best thing I suggest is to keep those out of um, out of their access.
18: She likes to play in boxes too. She sits in a box and is Ron in it. Yep. So I you have took a cat.
12: A I mean, oh, sure. <laughs> and in some substitutions, you know, a lot of places use the the uh, paper bags now for grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only is it eco friendly, but a lot of kitties will like to play in those. Um, it gives them that sense of hiding. And you know, if they chew on it, I really don't worry so much um, as when they chew on the plastics and they ingest that in in pieces. So maybe see if you can go eco friendly on the uh, on the grocery store bags. That might be a good solution too. Okay. And,
4: and- Quickly to the to the scratching point you can also do two things plus and minus you can give your, your cat something which your cat wants to scratch yeah um, like a scratching, scr- a scratching pole. yeah scratching stuff yeah, we so have that a you little, uh, scratching. on another side, whatever you want to protect from scratching, you can use a marvelous product by name sticky paws sticky paws wow. it's a double stick tape. Cats hate when their paws get caught by something, and they will stop scratching. Did you hear you that, ladies and gentlemen?
1: Up. I think that's a first on Animal Radio. Vladi is giving out good cat, cat advice. advice right here good on Animal cat Radio. Good cat advice. That's amazing. Yeah. Henrietta, good luck with your new cat there. We appreciate your call at one 405 8405 That's all the time we have for today. If you're in Las Vegas and you need a good vet, be sure to check out Dr. Debbie. And Vlade, of course, if you're looking for a great dog trainer in Southern California, check out SoCalDogTraining.com. Of course, links to all of this over at the website. Remember, check us out on Facebook. Tweet us at Animal Radio. Call us at 1-866-405-8405. Email us at YourVoiceAtAnimalRadio.com. Or check out the app for iPhone and Android. All of this stuff over at the website. We'll see you next week for more Animal
0: Radio. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal, Animal Art- Ra- Radio.
6: Networks. Network.